Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Talking Schmodown. I am your host, Josh the Merc Rainer. Uh, and we got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. You know, we're still in the off season, but a lot of big announcements have come out, and the season is not that far away. So uh, let's just start diving into it. As you may see down here at the bottom, right down there, uh, the name of this episode, Rules Changes and Season 9 Announcements. We're going to be talking about a lot of that kind of stuff. So uh, our first big announcement, I'm sure a lot of people, uh, you probably already have heard this, but if you haven't, then this will be great news for you. We got an official date for the Season 8 Schmodown Awards. They will be uh, coming on February 4th, so uh, not that far away, folks. You know, like a week and a half-ish, uh, so not this weekend, but the following uh, weekend. I'm excited for the Schmodown Awards. Uh, you know, I did, my last episode was on uh, all the nominations, and uh, I, there's a lot of good ones in there. And so I'm really excited to see how it all kind of shakes out uh, in the end, and I'll absolutely be doing a uh, an episode covering all of that so uh yeah be prepared february 4th for the schmodown awards it's gonna be a good time always is man it always is and uh it, you know with it being live you know with being in person he doesn't want to do digital stuff anymore so that excites me as well all right so that was season eight we are going to be moving now into Season 9, the season of the reboot. That's right. The movie Trivia Schmodown is getting a reboot. And with that is coming a lot of changes, a lot of interesting stuff. So we had a few uh, a few big announcements that kind of dropped. Uh, Christian Harloff did a video talking about some stuff. We weren't sure when the season was going to start. Um a few weeks back on an episode, I think it was of the big thing, Christian talked about how with the way COVID is and everything and all the stuff happening, he wasn't sure when the season was going to start. And he talked about how, you know, it's possible that there might be a short season because of it. But it seems that, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're starting a little bit later, it seems, than than usual, but not that much later as the first pay-per-view is scheduled for the last Saturday in February. So that is uh, very exciting. Uh, let me double check what exact day that is. The last Saturday in February is the 26th. So February 26th, it looks like uh, for the first pay-per-view event. So if you are uh, a member of the Patreon, uh, definitely get in on that. If you aren't, you'll get that as you know, once it drops, um, it's, we'll be talking about some Patreon stuff, uh, here in a, in a little bit, but get in on that guys. Like it's, it's like, just, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> I mean, really for 10 bucks to, I think it'll be, it's going up to 12. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. To me, it's worth it. If, even if you're just watching the pay-per-views, you know, even if you're not like, watching the early matches and stuff, but like saving that money, if it's something, if you want to see all the pay-per-views, that's your best bet right there uh, is to do that. And I understand some people can't afford it and that's totally cool. Totally get that. Um, but if you can, uh, highly, highly recommend it. I have been 
uh, that tier for a very long time. So uh, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, so we, and then we've got the 26th for, like I said, for the first pay-per-view, the first in-studio match will just be a few short days after that on March 1st. That is exciting. I'm so pumped to just get back into the two. I don't know what it's going to look like. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing, biggest mystery. What will the in-studio matches look like? I don't know. And we're going to find out together, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, he mentioned that there's going to be some big announcement for, uh, you know, about the rundown and, and stuff like that. Um, uh, a Twitch update will be coming soon. He said, we're going to be doing, uh, more stuff on the channel, uh, with the like, clips and compilations of questions he talked about, like they would do, uh, like a Batman video where it's like all the Batman questions, like a bunch of different Batman questions, or, you know, maybe like, a. I don't know, like uh, Indiana Jones or James, you know, James Bond. You could do whatever, just uh, kind of compiling those. And I think that's a really interesting idea, you know, for people who want a little extra content uh, on the off days. You know, just looking for something to watch. It won't be, you know, it's, it, they're they're meant to be kind of shorter and to be able to be ingested a bit easier than like a full a full on match. So I think that's really cool. I like the idea of that. Uh, I like it. I like it quite uh, a bit. Uh, he also talked a bit about the auditioning. You know, they they've opened up auditions for uh, well, for both FCL and for uh, the MTS. Um, and he specifically says that he is not he's not looking for people who are just good at trivia. He wants more well-rounded people. He wants characters, and like there are lots of great trivia players out there. All right. But it's a show. This is a show. And he even said, he's like, I understand some of you come to the Schmodown just for the trivia. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm glad that you do. But this is still a show. And that part is a thing that he really is passionate about. And so am I. Like, I love the showmanship of, of the Schmodown. You know, the Schmomanship, if you may. Uh, it, it, the characters and the entrances and the outfits, those were the things that I absolutely loved when it was back in suit before all the digital stuff. You know what I mean? You know, the, the storylines, I want all that back. And so I, I'm excited to see that. So you may, you may get some people who aren't like insanely great at trivia, but they put on a hell of a show. You know what I mean? Uh, and so I'm excited. I'm super, super excited. And if you are great at trivia, that that's a, that's a plus look at like Rick, the rager Radis, for instance, his character work is fantastic. And he's also really good at trivia, you know? So you look at Griffey Nooms, his character work spot on, and he's got the trivia to back it up. So it's not just about the trivia in this. And I like that he, he put that out there, you know, for you people out there who want to, uh, who want to audition and want to try to get into this mode on. And maybe you felt like, Oh man, I can't, I can't hang with, with these guys. I mean, they're batting a hundred over here or whatever, bet a thousand. I'm not, I don't watch baseball. I don't know. I think it's batting a thousand. Um, and I'm over here like, 
hitting foul balls or some shit. <laughs> uh, not to worry. You, you, you still have a shot. And uh, speaking of which, if you do want to be part of uh, either the FCL or the MTS, here are uh, your options. We've got uh, the FCL submit a one to two minute promo to FCL auditions at gmail.com. That is FCL auditions at gmail.com. One to two minute promo. And maybe you can get yourself on uh, FCL if that's if that's where you want to be. You know, if you want to hang with Brad and Steph and the people in the FCL, that's fantastic. They do great stuff there as well. You know, uh, but if you want to if you want to be in the MTS, you can, you know, submit auditions uh, as well. He uh, he's looking for a three to five minute video uh, and you are sending that to Schmodown auditions at skybound.com. So it's a three to five minute video. You you want to he suggested doing it in characters find a character do it in character uh to schmodown auditions at skybound.com so those are your are your chances guys um i believe the schmodown auditions are going until like may 1st or Mar sorry not may 1st march 1st if i'm not mistaken i'm not 100% sure about the fcl ones um they opened those up at the end of december so they've been open for a lot longer um it's they might be doing that as well i actually am not 100 sure when the fcl is coming back i have i didn't see an announcement about that it might be out there if, if one of you guys know uh hit me up on twitter at movie blog merc let me know uh if you've seen an announcement about whether or not uh, you know when the fcl is actually uh gonna start back up because i'd like to start covering that a bit as well um i don't know we'll see depends on how much you know they're posting if they're doing uh, you know, double matches every week. I could probably handle that if they're doing more than that. I don't know. Um, but we'll see because Schmodown is something I love and I want to be able to talk about all of it. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right. So make sure you get your auditions in. Uh, and there's there's some there's some great great potential out there. Um, on the Facebook page, the the MTS Facebook page, there was a guy who put his audition video up on there. He wound up taking it down. Uh, Christian had recommended taking it down um, just because it gives, he's kind of showing his hand, you know, to all the other competitors out there, all the other people looking to, to get in. But his name was Eric Chan and his video really impressed me. You know, uh, whether he can hold up to the claims you know, uh, he, you know, he claims he's seen 100% of the movies that have been asked about in the Schmodown. So like eight seasons worth of questions. He has seen every movie that has been asked about, according to him. And if that's true, that's awesome. You know, I hope you wouldn't make up something like that. That would be kind of, kind of shitty, but uh, that's wild to me. And if he can, if he can access the knowledge to all of those, this, this kid could be, he could be a force. So I hope, I really hope we see him, whether it's in the FCL or in the showdown, I don't care. I just want, I want to see him play because he's never played. He's a complete unknown. He's never, from what he said, he's never done any of the like fan leagues or anything like that. 
And so I just want to see him play. I want to see how good is this guy because he got my attention. He got me in, uh, intrigued. So let's see if he can actually do it. So uh, Eric Chan, if you are watching, I'm rooting for you, man. I hope I hope you get in. I really do. I really do. Uh, then uh, we got an announcement that uh, speaking of FCL, uh, FCL star. I don't I'm probably gonna butcher his last name, and I, I apologize. Uh, David the Savior uh, Jindoyan, uh, I believe uh, I may be pronouncing that wrong, but uh, he has been called up from the FCL to join the movie trivia schmo down here. He is right uh, here. If uh, maybe you didn't know his name, you recognize him, but this is, this is David, the savior from FCL. He will be joining uh, season nine of the movie trivia schmo. So congratulations, David. I look forward to seeing uh, what you do uh, and how well you run through the gauntlet in the schmo down. So it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. All right. What do we got next? Okay, so we have another uh, big announcement. One more big announcement before I get into the rules changes, which is which is definitely huge. Um, Thad Williams, you know, some of you may remember him. Some of you, if you're newer, you may not know who he is, but he is returning. That's right. He has been uh, named the new senior producer of digital content for Skybound, so he will be kind of like overseeing things uh, a bit from the Skybound side over the Schmodown, which is cool that he's going to be back involved. You know, it's been, it's been a while. Um, he was there during the collider days because, uh, you know, he worked there and he was kind of producing over on that side. Uh, and now he's going to be back. And this Friday for the patrons uh, on the Schmodown discord. So this Friday at noon Pacific time, uh, 3 PM Eastern time on the Schmodown discord for patrons uh thad will be hosting an ama and ask me anything uh, alongside skybound production manager terry lynn again that is this friday uh that would be let me double check exactly what date that is the 28th february 28th friday at noon uh, pacific time 3 p.m eastern time and ask me anything ama with thad williams uh, and Terry Lynn, who is the production manager over at Skybound. You don't want to miss that. So I'm sure they're going to drop a lot of a lot of big uh, news or reveals. Who knows? I'm excited. Um, but don't worry if you aren't a patron. That's okay, too. They are going to uh, do a, a later uh, one on Reddit, on the Reddit page. So be sure to check that out if you aren't able to check out the, uh, the patron one on the Schmodown Discord this Friday. So I'm not sure if the Reddit one will be later that same day or just at some other later date. So uh, if I find out anything else about that, I will keep you informed. All right. So that's all the big announcements that uh, I saw for season nine. Um, like I said, we've got at the end of February, we've got the first pay-per-view uh, March 1st. We've got the first in studio match. So that's going to be good. Of course, the Schmodown awards uh, just, you know, handful of days away on uh, february 4th uh be sure to get in your auditions for fcl and the schmodown a lot of great stuff coming uh down the pipe for that all right now we're going to talk a little bit about some rules changes uh recently on the rundown william bibiani uh, was on talking about uh, a lot of the rules changes that are coming there's some big ones there are so i'm just going to kind of go through the ones that i that i have here i just kind of i wrote them down just in the order that he Kind of talked about them. 
and I want to just give my thoughts and, 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 you know, you guys can shoot me some comments if you want, uh, or you can reach out on Twitter after the fact, if, if you want, and, uh, let me know your thoughts on some of these changes as well. All right. So one of the big ones that, uh, was talked about a lot over the last season was this benefit of the doubt rule. I was never a fan of it. It got misused a lot. A lot of people didn't like it. Uh, a lot of heated discussions about it um, over the last couple seasons. And it is getting completely retooled. Um, it's going to be v- much more specific. And, and there's going to be less less room to just use it willy-nilly from the way uh, Bibiani was, was talking about it. So I'm excited for that. It definitely needed to get retooled. I understand why it's there. It's it, it's there to give it's there to give the judges kind of a a little bit of a breather. But you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to have too much of a breather with this. You don't want to because there have been plenty of times where it has been uh, contradicted um, or people use it uh, in challenges. And and Bibiani is like it's not it was never designed to become some sort of precedent and be used uh, in challenges like, oh, well, the benefit of the doubt rule was used here. It should be used here as well. And that, so hopefully that's the kind of thing that stops. You know, that, that was one of the big things that just certain announcers would rule one way while others would rule another. And, and it got real messy. And that's where this next thing comes into play that I really, really like. So normally it's up to the two hosts. You know, the two on commentary to, to, you know, make decisions. They are the judges, you know, that that's the way it has been. And like, they'll, you know, they occasionally will bring in like an extra person or two to, to kind of discuss things. But in the end, it's, it's theirs. There will now be at every single match. There will now be a line judge. This will be a non-player or manager, most likely uh, like one of the writers. They, uh, he was saying. They will go to them first, but they could also make rules calls on their own. You know, like if, if they catch something, they can be like, Hey, wait, 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 we gotta, we gotta do something about what's happening right here. And I think that's really cool. Having a line judge, I think is really, really important because it's, it's one person who is responsible for all of that. Instead of leaving it up to, you know, oh, well, this commentator saw it a different way. No, these line judges are going to be specifically trained. They're going to they're going to know these rules back and forth and they're going to be sticking to them. That's it. And I like that. That's the way it should be. And I'm excited to see it uh, in action, actually. You know what I mean? So we got like just over a month uh, until the first uh, pay-per-view. And so I'm excited to see if it if there comes a moment where the line judge is needed, because I really want to see how it all shakes out. All right. Uh, we also, Oh, this one, this one is kind of a little bit big. Um, so over the years, you know, the rounds and, and certain numbers of questions and things have changed, you know, even like point uh, amounts, you know, have changed throughout the years. So these types of rule changes, they happen and they're expected. You know, you want to evolve the game. So over the last few years, we've had, you know, four different divisions and most of them have had their, their own set of, 
uh, like number of questions per round, essentially, you know, like teams and singles have eight questions in round one, whereas inner geekdom and star Wars have 10. Uh, and then we've got like, I believe inner geekdom and star Wars have five round two questions. Uh, singles has four and teams has six. So it's like, it's hard to keep track. Like which is which, how, you know, who's got how many, whatever. Well, that's all done. Uh, all divisions, all four divisions are going to have the exact same number of questions per match. This is only going to affect rounds one and two. Uh, it's not going to affect the, uh, the the speed round or the betting round or the final round. Those will all stay the same. Round one will now have, across the board, 10 questions plus a bonus. And I kind of love this. You know, it's gotten to a point where eight questions has become a bit easy to, to get a perfect round with. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, I remember the days of six being the average, really. That was, that was the norm. And it was, like, wild to get, you know, uh, a full set of questions, right, you know, in the first round, perfect round. But now it's it's fairly common, so this adds a little bit extra, a little bit extra room for mistakes. You know what I mean? You know, a little bit of an extra room for swings in in points in scoring. You know, and and it could it could change a game, and I like that. It's about kind of the drama of it as well. You know, I don't just want to say they're okay. They're just both answering all the questions, and that can be exciting. It, it absolutely can be. You get a couple perfect games. That'd be that's cool. You know, that's great. But you want to see some back and forth. That's what I like. I like the back and forth. I mean, look at, for instance, we just had an insane weekend of football. We had the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. The last two minutes of the game, of, of the regulation game, they, I believe, uh, they, I believe I was reading that they scored combined, like, 25 points combined in the last two minutes. They're just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then they tied at the end, you know, and then so, and then had to go into, into sudden death. Those are the kinds of matches that are incredible where it's like, you don't have any idea what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to win. It's going to go back. It's going to go you know, back and forth, back and forth. And who knows what's going to happen. That's what I want. You know? So if, if doing this even just gives us just the opportunity for that kind of stuff to happen, I'm all for it. It also uh, ups the ability for record-breaking to happen because not only is round one getting 10 questions, which that stay, obviously that stays the same for Star Wars and your geekdom, but that ups the number of questions uh, in round one for singles and teams. We're also getting a different number uh, of questions here for round two. We are getting five questions for round two. Uh, now, like I said, I believe, so in other words, I think that Star Wars and Inner Geekdom are just going to stay the same because I'm pretty sure they both have uh, five questions per round, if I'm not mistaken. Again, it all gets kind of jumbled, you know. Uh, it will take one question out of teams, but it will add a question to singles. So, you know, kind of balances, I suppose. And uh, it, it's, it's interesting, you know. I like the idea of just a uniform game 
all games have 10 and a bonus in round one. All, all matches or all, you know, all divisions have five in round two and have the, everything else is the same as well. So I think it's going to be awesome. I, I'm excited for it. Uh, I hope you guys are too. Let me know. Uh, again, you can either hop in the comments here or hop down. Where is it? Right over whoop, there at movie blog Merck. Uh, on Twitter, let me know your thoughts on uh, all of these things going on. All right, the next big one that he talked about here was movie title accuracy. There was a lot of controversy throughout the season with uh, this. One of the biggest ones was the Raya the Last Dragon one, where uh, Raya the Last Dragon was answered but the actual movie is called Raya and the last dragon. And I believe it was still given to that person. Um, I think it would, you, uh, you can correct me in, in the comments. I believe it was Janine who answered that question. Um, but so stuff like that will now no longer be acceptable. No matter what, if you, if you leave out something like that in the middle of a word of, of a, of a title, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how close you were, benefit of the doubt will not get you anywhere anymore with this. You must get the title correct. Um, now, there are some exceptions here that are in the book, in the rule book. If a question has enough context clues, leeway will be given. For instance, if uh, if a question says like, which Harry Potter movie, blah, 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 you know, then you could answer uh, Sorcerer's Stone or, you know, Prisoner of Azkaban. Because they they already said in the question that it was a Harry Potter movie, all right. Star Wars, you know, uh, if if it's you know which Star Wars movie, blah blah blah, you could say uh, a New Hope or you know Rise of the Rise of Skywalker instead of having to say Star Wars the Rise of Skywalker. So the, again, a little bit of leeway there. Um, certain films will require you to, you know, give the year with it, or at least some context that you know which one it is. For instance, uh, let's say the answer to a question is Halloween. Okay, well, there are three movies, you know, uh, three Michael Myers movies, you know, that are called Halloween, just Halloween. So you have to say, okay, Halloween 1978 or Halloween, the Rob Zombie version, you know, or, or, you know, Halloween, you know, maybe you could say like the most recent one, you know, something like along those lines, giving the context to it, uh, I believe, uh, you know, Halloween, I think it was 2018 is specifically when that one came out. Um, you could say, you know, Halloween, the original one, things like that, giving those context clues in order to because there were there were issues, you know. There was there was a challenge. I don't remember who was all involved, but there was a challenge about. I think it was. I think the movie was called like the Beauty Shop or something like that. And it was challenged that you know, well, since there's another movie called that from like the twenties or something like that. You know, that, you know, it could be either one and they, and I think they let it, I think they let the challenge slide. Uh, But now it's like, okay, there's enough context in the question that, you know, that Queen Latifah was not alive in the twenties. So it's obvious that that is not the answer. 
you know? Uh, and so it's that kind of stuff. It's that real nitpicky challenge crap that was going on a lot in these last two seasons uh, that they're trying to get away from while still, still being a stickler for the right answers. You know, that's the thing. You don't want to just, you know, Raya the Last Dragon. Well, that isn't the name of the movie, you know? It's like if you were like, Silence the Lambs, you know, or Silence of Lambs. It's not the name of the movie. And so it makes, to me, it makes sense. Um, I like that they're going that route. Uh, this uh, this last part of the of the movie title accuracy, I was like, ooh, this is going to get some people. This is going to get a lot of people. I called this the two versus part two versus chapter two because let's say you have the second Godfather movie, okay? If you say the Godfather 2, that is wrong because it is the Godfather part two. If you say, oh, let's see, it too, that's wrong because it was it chapter two. All right. Uh, here's a, a recent one. Okay. Tr Hotel Transylvania 4. That's wrong because that is not the name of the movie. The name of the movie is Hotel Transylvania Transformania. So stuff like that, all of that. You can't, you have to be very, very, very specific now. And I think this is going to uh, make things real interesting. You know, gameplay. Some people are going to complain. They're going to hate it. You know, they're going to be like, this is too nitpicky. Um, this is stupid. But too bad. You either learn it or you don't. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But I personally like the idea of it. I think it will make things more tougher. And uh, it will it will make for more interesting gameplay, I think. You know, I think people people are going to make mistakes and it, it's going to cost them matches. Absolutely, it will. But that's the game, you know, <laughs> that's that's the game. If you're playing football and you make a little mistake, well, guess what? You're probably going to you, you could lose a game. I'm going to go back to that Bills game. OK, I'm a, I'm a Bills fan. We were it was 13 seconds and we were ahead. OK. We kicked off. And what did they do? They kicked it into the fucking end zone for a touchback. Stops the clock, gives them a chance to regroup. Instead of kicking it so that they catch it and have to run and waste that, you know, run that clock down and and anything could happen at that point. Um, and if they had done that, maybe they wouldn't have had the chance to score. I don't know. But that's what happened, you know. And so... <laughs> Yeah, little mistakes can cost cost you the game, but that doesn't mean that those that the things that cause those little mistakes shouldn't be allowed. You know what I mean? It's just that's just the way it is. I'm actually really looking forward to the the this specific set of movie title accuracy changes. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna cause so much controversy, and I can't wait to 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 read the freaking. Schmodown Reddit when all those things just start hitting and causing people magic. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Uh, okay, so we also got a rule two change, not just the number of questions being changed. The wheel is changing. Okay, so previously, in you know, for the last several seasons, 
we've had 12 slices on the wheel. 10 categories, a spinner's choice, and an opponent's choice. Uh, that's that's no longer going to be a thing. It's going to be different now. Now, it, it will still be 12 slices, okay? It'll be, instead of 10 previously, it'll now be 9 movie categories and 3 wild card categories. Or 3 wild card slices, I should say. You don't know what these are. They are a mystery, and they change uh, every single match. So you'll it'll never be under the same one. One wild card will be a spinner's choice. One wild card will be an opponent's choice. And one wild card will be a brand new category that has never been used before. So it could be like something weird, like... Uh, I think one of the things that he, yeah, he, uh, that was kind of like suggest, suggested or used as an example was like futuristic vehicles or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, it could be, you know, uh, swords, you know, that's your category swords. It could literally be any movie that has swords. That's what it could be. Now, whether they will take these, weird categories these wild card categories and then bring them into normal gameplay at any point in the future i don't know because the way he makes it sound he specifically says a brand new category that has never been used before so that so these ones won't be used and they're not going to recycle them they're just going to come up with all kinds of weird ass uh categories for the wild card and i think that's so cool um not knowing so you spin it okay you land on a wild card, okay, and you're like, ooh, do I take it? Because now here's the thing. Before, if you were to land on, say, opponent's choice, you had to take it, no matter if it was your first spin. You know, even if it was your first spin, you had to take it. Uh, spinners, you could theoretically spin away from. It has happened. Ben Bateman did that uh, at the, I believe it was the Houston show when they were in the wrestling ring at uh, Reality of Wrestling. Um, I believe, yeah, that's when he did that <laughs> and he landed on spinner's choice a second time, you know, again. Uh, and so the fact that the, you have these new wild card categories, what they're going to be, the way it's going to work is if the first person spins and they land on a wild card and they decide, okay, I'm going to keep the wild card. Okay. Or let's say, you know, they, they spun whatever. And then they, on their second spin, they landed on it, whatever it is. If they take the wild card and let's say it was spinner's choice. Okay. That's great. That's awesome. Okay. Then we go to the second person. That spinner's choice is now gone. The second player cannot get spinner's choice. Now, unlike before where both players could get a spinner's choice or both players could get opponent's choice. That is not going to happen anymore. So when it comes to the second player, then let's say they land on a wild card on their first spin. Now they have to decide, okay, it's one of two things. It's either an opponent's choice or random category, this random new category that I've never studied. Okay. And so they have to decide, is it worth trying? If not, then, Hey, they can just spin away and not, and just avoid it unless they wind up landing on it in their second spin. 
But that's what I find fascinating about this, you know, because let's say the first player lands on opponent's choice. Well, the second player knows there's no opponent's choice now. So it's safe, you know. You can either get spinner's choice or this weird random category. And maybe that category won't work out for you, but maybe it will, you know. And so it's way more, uh, I feel like it's more of an incentive to say, okay, maybe I'll take I'll take the risk on it now that opponent is off the board, you know. So we could have situations like that. Uh, and apparently they did a whole bunch of mock matches. It was uh, Bibiani and Bateman did a whole bunch of mock matches to kind of test this out. And it, and it was real fun from what from the way he was uh, making it sound. And I'm, I'm so excited to see it in action, man. It's going to be really cool. Um, and I believe champion and championship matches, the champion can still opt to take those off the way they could opt to take spinners and opponents off the wheel. They are now able to uh, take that off uh, as well. Um, so th- then we get into like the betting round stuff. You know, it still has that wheel, okay, with all the wild cards on it. If it if somebody took the wild card in round two, and we get to the betting round, that slice is still gone. It does not come back for for the betting round but the nice thing is the betting round now gets a mulligan just and i'm not talking about a kate mulligan <laughs> it gets it gets a it gets a second spin if if you want um just like you get in in round two so i i'm i think it's gonna add some intrigue and some drama and some we're just i'm real fascinated i'm, I'm actually i'm really thrilled to kind of see it all in action um I, I'm not sure what this first pay-per-view is going to be. I'm hoping there's a title match there so uh, so we can possibly see all that kind of stuff happen uh, just in that first one. It's going to be it's going to be fun. I'm really, really excited for it. All right, we got a few more rules to go through. We have a whiteboard rule. This was something that was kind of hotly contested. Um, it popped up during the digital you know, uh, age of the Schmodown where uh, some certain people would use the whiteboard outside of round one. Um, and so it was like round one, the betting round and uh, sudden death. Those are those typically, those are the ones where they're actively used, but there have been people like, uh, like Thomas Harper, for instance, who uses it. And it's it really, I think it's just, it's a, he's kind of collecting his thoughts or maybe he's jotting down things that he hears and I never saw a problem with it. It's like, okay, it, I, I don't see a problem with it. There was never a rule about it. So he was never breaking the rule. I never thought it was unfair, mainly because everybody had the opportunity to do it. They never, they were never saying, they, they were allowing it to happen, you know, which means that anybody could have also done it. So it wasn't unfair if you just didn't bother to use it because you could have if you wanted to. Um, but that is no longer a thing. Uh, people are no longer allowed to use their whiteboards outside of round one, the betting round, and sudden death. That's it. So this could be interesting. Um, I'm I'm intrigued to see how well players like like a Thomas Harper will do without it. Um, I'm sure he'll still do great, but I'm curious to see if we if we catch some flubs happening 
because he's not able to kind of jot everything down. You know, you have to listen way more intently. Uh, you have to think about, you have to kind of filter everything in, in your head without being able to visually see it. So it'll be, it'll be interesting um, as to how some of these players kind of take to it. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they put a rule in place one way or the other. You know what I mean? Instead of just kind of not commenting on it at all, just it, just letting it be, there is now a rule. It is set in so one way or the other, and now that one way is no whiteboards outside of those uh, main rounds. All right, so uh, next. Oh, uh, over the last two seasons, there's been a lot of discussion about the inner victim categories in like singles and, and teams. I remember they, they did, they kind of tooled around with the idea of an inner geekdom slice that would have all those categories just in it, you know, separately uh, and, and stuff like that. And I never liked it. You know, it's like, they're all still movies, you know, they were categories before they should still be allowed to have, have these categories. Well, maybe just don't use all of them, but I don't think I, I, I didn't like the idea of just sticking inner geekdom everything in it into this one single slice you know i was never a fan of that so but i i I mean some people didn't care some people liked it i was never a fan of it now uh they have officially said that inner geekdom categories uh can now show up randomly in singles and teams you know so we will see these random categories pop in and out instead of just like an inner geekdom category we can actually get you know like uh you can get uh, Lord of the Rings, or, or I think it's I think it's specifically called Middle Earth. You know that could pop up on on the wheel somewhere. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure how they will uh, kind of how they will allow players when they're picking slices. So like you know, for instance, like Mike Kalinowski, will he still be able to pick that? You know, I, is you know if it's just the one or whatever? Because I think. I think they said now players only get to pick one slice. It used to be two, but now that there are three wedges for um, for wild cards, I think they said they are only getting one. Um, but if, like, let's say there's a championship match and they take the wild cards off, then they would get two, I think. Uh, and so let's say it's Mike Kalinowski championship match. Does he still get to pick two intergeekdom categories? Or would it be limited to one inner geekdom category, one from the rest? I don't know, but I'm interested to see how it all works out. Will we see more than one inner geekdom slice on the wheel ever at a time? I don't know, but uh, it's going to be interesting. And speaking of slices, the last bit of of news that kind of came out of all this, they will be adding a new slice called the streaming slice. That's right. You know, over the last two years, a lot has changed when it comes to films. A lot of movies have come out strictly via streaming. Um, And so, like, in previous versions, they would not be allowed because they weren't theatrical, you know. But they've been making, you know, kind of adjustments for that over over these last two seasons uh, because of all of that. And so now there's going to be a specific slice. Um, it will be similar, from what I understand, to um, 
like like the inner geekdom or like you know Star Wars because you will have a specific list of films that will be included in that slice. So like how inner geekdom has like a list of like 300 and some odd films, I think um, that could be asked about in any given situation throughout the inner geekdom, this streaming slice will have, they will at least know which streaming movies will be included in this, which I, I like because you can't keep up. I mean, there are, they, they release via all, all the different streams. This is like every week there's new movies coming out. You know what I mean? And so it's, it would be way too hard. So I like that they are going to pick it. I'm sure it's going to be like the bigger ones and, and stuff like that. Things less obscure stuff. And that's totally fine. Uh, it's been a long time coming. You know, people have asked for a streaming slice for a very long time, you know, like a Netflix slice. That was a thing a, a long time ago that people were asking for. Uh, and so it's, I love the fact that we are now getting, uh, this, um, and other categories can include certain streaming movies. Um, and the players will be aware of like, which ones could be in other categories. So we may see streaming movies pop up randomly elsewhere. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm really, really excited uh, for that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be really good. Um, oh, there was one thing I totally forgot about uh, up at the top. Uh, so I guess I'll talk about it right now. So that was that was everything that had to do with the streaming or with the uh, with the rules changes that they talked about. I'm sure there there will be there's more smaller things um, when they. I don't know if they put out the official finalized new rule book yet or not but you know check it out when they do um i talked earlier a little bit about you know if you're able to to be a patron um you know do that and i was like you know 10 or 12 dollars and so some of you who don't know maybe like what are, you, what are you talking about well they have made some changes to the patreon tiers uh so here here they are if you're watching on video you'll see uh all of them but i'm going to kind of go through them so They'll now have six tiers total. We've got the early access tier, which is $5 a month. It will get you access to the Discord as well as uh, one early release per week. So usually it's that first match of the week gets dropped early on Monday. That's the way that they have always done it uh, before. And again, you'll get access to that uh, to the Discord. So if you signed up now, uh, you could have access to that AMA that's dropping on Friday. Uh, with with that, then we have the pay per view access tier, which was originally the ten dollar tier, and that was like the that was like the main tier, and that will now be a twelve dollar tier. You get all the benefits from the five dollar uh, tier, as well as access to all the pay per view events, plus one Patreon only match per month. That is the uh, the exhibition match that they do. Speaking of exhibition matches, they just recently dropped a scream franchise one. So check that out. Um, so speaking of this pay-per-view access tier right now, if you sign up for the, it's still $10 currently. If you sign up for it right now, uh, for the $10, uh, you, you have, I think until the 31st till January 31st, so you've got, you know, just under a week. If you sign up for it, you will be grandfathered in at that $10. You will get all the benefits of the $12 tier, but only pay $10. So you save yourself $2 a month, you know, 
So you're saving 24 bucks a year. I know it may not seem like a lot, but you know, $2 is $2 and you're still getting all that stuff. So do it now, get in there, you know, save yourself a couple extra dollars and uh, you'll be able to see all the pay-per-views, get the exhibition matches, uh, the discord access and the early release for 10 bucks. That's, 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 I think that's awesome. Personally, I highly recommend it. All right. So then we got the next tier. It's the behind the scenes tier, $20 a month. You get all of the previous tiers benefits plus a bonus video per month and a player Q and a per month. I don't know what the bonus videos will be, but that's interesting. Uh, and a player Q and a, those are always, always really cool as well. Then we've got the poster tier. It's $50 a month. You get all the previous tier uh, benefits for the for the $5, the $12, and the $20. You get all those benefits. Plus, you get one exclusive poster per month. It's very similar to the, um, the, uh, the postcard one that they used to do back in the day. I think it was the $20 tier originally. Uh, and I, because I, I did that. So, like, I have all these postcards and they're awesome. Because they're like look mini mini cardstock posters. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, if you are if you are uh, like a merch person, um, you're looking for some collectible type stuff, if, and you can afford it, hop on that poster tier, fifty dollars a month. Then these next two, these are the big tiers, and uh, these are for people really who are looking to kind of get into the schmodown. Uh, so we've got the group coaching tier, hundred dollars a month, all the previous benefits. Uh, from the other four tiers, plus one group coaching session per month. So if you're looking to uh, kind of get yourself spruced up so you can audition, try to get yourself into the mode on, this would be a good one here, uh, you know, to kind of get some some coaching sessions. Uh, and then if you can afford it, one-on-one -on -one tier, $250 per month. There's only going to be eight slots available for this tier so get it if you can get it now get all of the other tier benefits everything you know the discord the early release the pay-per-views the exhibition matches the bonus video the q a's the poster the group coaching session as well as a uh, one private coaching session per month and one audition reviewed by christian harloff himself so you will get an audition if you uh, sign up for this tier, I think that's pretty cool. If it's something that, you know, we've seen people come through that route before. And I believe that's how Kevin Smith's first uh, auditioned. He did his, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's great. Uh, he did the Macho Man, where he was like the essentially doing his version of Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, he didn't. He didn't do great. But you know what? He picked himself up. He went into the fan leagues, crushed, came back, crushed in the in the in the schmodown, and has become a legend. So you know, just because you don't do well your first time out doesn't mean you won't do well later on. Uh, so yeah, that uh, that is everything for this episode of talking schmodown. It's been great getting back. Uh, I'm excited to start actually talking about matches again. That will be really fun. Uh, and it's coming around soon, you know. Um, I'm going, you know, obviously once the awards happen, I'll be talking about that. Uh, so that's not going to be next episode. That will be the episode after that because uh, let me just double check uh, the exact what day that will be. So it looks like 
the awards will be on a Friday. So uh, I'll be back next Tuesday. You know, I don't know what we'll do. I'll come back and we'll talk about something. I'm sure we'll find something fun to talk about. Um, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll do like a, pa- a past match rewatch or something. I don't know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, and then uh, we'll do the week after that. I will talk about. So on the eighth, I will be discussing the Schmodown Awards, um, and then we'll have a few weeks off. Uh, we'll have at least one, two, three. Three weeks uh, where I won't be able to talk about matches because I'm not going to spoil the um, the pay-per-view, um, this very first pay-per-view, because, I don't know, I, I, I've been really kind of mulling over my head the way I want to want to do these. You know, I, there are plenty of after shows that, that we'll talk about, and maybe I will. I'm not sure yet. I've got some time. I've got, you know, a month before the pay-per-view drops. Um, to decide if I want to actively talk about it the the Tuesday after it airs, uh, or I should say the Tuesday after it drops on Patreon, um, because only patrons will have seen it, you know. And so I guess that maybe that's incentive. If you want to be able to be involved, you know, in all of the discussions with you know all these other shows and with my show and with the people on like uh, on Twitter and on Facebook and Reddit and all that, if you want to be involved, I, you know having to wait like two weeks to watch the pay-per-view, that's tough, you know? And I personally don't want to have to wait two weeks to talk about it on the show. So I might wind up doing it. We'll see. We'll see. But either way, there's going to be a few weeks of nothing. So I might go back and check some other stuff out. I might go and like maybe do a little uh, rewatching of some FCL stuff. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be fun. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy that you guys joined me today and, uh, yeah, let me know if there's anything specific you would like me to talk about in those off, off weeks or really at any time, just let me know. Um, all right. Well, this has been episode 58 of Talking Schmodown. I am your host, Josh, the Merc Rainer. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, uh, right boop, down there at movie blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a movie blog. Uh, I've been putting up some kind of quick reviews lately uh, of movies that I've been seeing. I've been trying to catch up on uh, films for uh, the Spirit Awards. The Film Independent Spirit Awards are next month. Um, I'm part of that, and so I'm trying to catch up on all the films so that I can you know, properly vote and be informed and, and actually have uh, a true opinion on who I think deserves these awards. And, uh, so I've been, been kind of putting out little quick reviews on, from my letterbox, uh, on Twitter, um, based on those, those specific movies that I've been watching. So, uh, check that out. You know, if you, uh, if you like what you have seen here, uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button, uh, smash it, hit that like button, and then also click that little bell. That way you get notified anytime I drop a new video. I also put, uh... Let's see. We got a bunch of different shows on here. We have um, Over to Marvel, which is uh, currently not airing since there's not a Marvel show going right now. Um, but once Moon Knight starts up, we'll be back to that. Uh, we've got Hey Mando, which is our Mandoverse review show. Right now it's covering the uh, the Book of Boba Fett. We'll also be covering, uh, obviously, Mando Season 3 when that drops. And Ahsoka, because that is uh, one of the spinoffs 
in the Mandoverse. So we'll be covering that one as well when it comes around. Uh, and also on the YouTube page, we have got uh, Last Call at McLaren's, which is a great one. So How I Met Your Mother podcast that me and my, me and my best friend John do. Um, which is, maybe you've seen him in uh, some of my trailer reactions. He's joined me for a few of those. Uh, but yeah, it's a great show. Uh, we are in uh, right at the beginning of season two of How I Met Your Mother right now. Uh, and we also have just started uh, How I Met Your Father uh, as well. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited. Uh, it's, a, it's good so far. I just watched the third episode. I'm really, really enjoying it. And uh, that third episode will actually drop. Um, our review of it will drop this Friday. So check that out. Uh, out there um i'm also you know i'm planning to do you know more trailer reactions and uh reviews i want to start doing i say this a lot right but i'm gonna do it <laughs> you know i restarted talking schmodown and i wasn't actually ever sure if i was gonna do that i really wasn't uh, but i i did it and i'm excited I, i'm i got this newfound excitement for it and passion for it and i'm pumped after just kind of sitting back and watching all of season eight I missed doing and missed just talking about it. And so I'm really excited to get into it. Um, and uh, I want to do more, like I want to actually start doing video reviews. You know, I'm, you would think I wouldn't be self-conscious about it. You know, I get up on here and I just start talking. Right. Uh, but I do, I get, I get self-conscious about doing video reviews. I don't know why it's just, I do. Um, I've always felt like I was better at writing them than I was uh, at kind of, speaking my mind about them but I, that needs to change you know times are changing people want to want to watch stuff also i'll still be writing as well so uh there's that and there's another show i want to start i want to bring back what the, the the podcast that started everything here and that was the merc with a movie blog podcast it was the very first thing that i ever did and uh, essentially what I did is I talked about like movie news and, and things like that um, throughout uh, the week. And so I want to bring that back, but I got some, I got some changes to it. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be like a little, like a little, like a movie talk type of show. It's going to be good. It's going to have news. It's going to have box office. It's going to have like a mini, mini reviews, maybe uh, the occasional trailer reaction built into it. Hopefully I'll be able to get like guests here and there. Uh, it'll be fun. I'm excited. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this week. Thank you again for joining me on uh, episode 58 uh, of Talking Schmodown. Again, I am Josh the Merc Rainer, and we have been talking Schmodown. Catch you guys next time.